Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. You guys, I am so excited for today's guest episode. I get questions so often about human design and helping people understand their human design and it is not my field of expertise. I literally know nothing about it. I I know very, 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 very little, like little to nothing. And so I wanted to bring on Jules for this conversation. She is so, so, so knowledgeable in all things human design. She actually helps projectors specifically fulfill their purpose and live in their design. So if you're a projector, then um, you might want to consider working with Jules. She's absolutely divine. So, so, so incredible. And we dive into all things human design in this in this conversation we talk about the energies we talk about the authorities the profiles the um, strategies and it's just there's so much knowledge here and what you'll hear us say is kind of how your your soul contract your birth chart in astrology is your soul's um, it's, your, it's your life's contract, but your human design is how that contract is manifesting physically within you. And so I feel like this is such an important conversation to have and to understand. I feel so much better already just having a better understanding of my own human design. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. Jules has shared with me a link. It is in the show notes in the description of this podcast for you to go and put your birth information in so that you know what your human design is so that you can follow along in this conversation. And she also has offered you guys an exclusive 20% off discount to her masterclass using the code Cosmic Collective. She talks about her masterclass at the end of this episode. And so I really think that if you are a projector and you're wanting to learn more, she does offer the masterclass in English and she has given you guys an exclusive 20% off with code Cosmic Collective. So let's jump into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting podcast episode. I am honestly so pumped about this conversation because this is a topic that I've been wanting to learn so much more about. I get so many questions about it and it is not my field. So I have called in Jules Haupenthal. I hope I'm saying that right, Jules. (laughs) Um, She's from Germany and she is all things human design and I constantly see her content about it. So I was like, Jules, we need to have you on the podcast. We need to talk about this. So welcome to the podcast. Ah, thank you so much, Matt. It's an honor to be here on your podcast and to share some things about human design with your audience. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. And by the time listeners are hearing this, you have sent me a link for people to go and check their human design. So before you guys even listen to this episode, um, there is a link in the description that you can click on, figure out what your human design is so that everything that Jules is talking about makes so much sense for you today. I'm so excited. So Jules, what is human design? How did you get into it? Tell us your journey. Yes. Well, okay. Where to start? Um, maybe we start first with human design and then I tell more about how I, how I got into it. Um, so human design is actually a pretty modern system that was only found 35 years ago in 1987. Wow. Yes. 
by a man called Ra Uru while he was on an eight-day meditation in Ibiza. Um, he channeled uh -huh. human design from a voice, so to say. And yeah, he or the voice channeled him any information about human design and how people can, or yeah, how you can use human design to th thrive through life with more ease, with more flow and just with more, yeah, with more ease in general. So human design is like i would say it's it's like a little in instruction sheet from your soul for your life here on earth I love that. <laughs> if you know what i mean like a blueprint and it's actually nothing you discover here it's something like human design is what your soul gave you to oh, fulfill chills. your <laughs> to fulfill your life purpose so it's actually nothing you discover while you're here on earth it's something you actually um, deconditioning to why you are here on earth because this is like human design is your unique footprint like your design your soul gave you to yeah thrive through life in your specific way because we are all built so different we are all yeah. different human beings you know and specific like for example, in this very specific lifetime and in this generation, we are all kind of forced through society to fit in a box, to do kind of the same, but we yeah. are all different. And with human design or human design helps you just to find your unique gifts, to find um, yeah, how you manifest, how you're here to pro progress things, how you're here to help, how you're here to, yeah, just to throw to, through life. So that is what human design is. And what really um, piques my interest in it is that it combines four very important things. Um, it combines the Western astrology. So yes. you're the pro in it. <laughs> so um, when you already did, like listeners already did it, like in the link, um, you need to put your um, exact date of birth in it, the exact time um, and the location where you where yeah. you were born. So that is quite similar, like in astrology, right? So it's, yeah, it's the exact same. Yeah, so it takes into account the um, planetary location when you came to Earth or when you were born and 88 days prior to that because yeah, is it I... similar to astrology or? <laughs> no, but so I was going to ask you about that because I pulled my human design chart a couple of weeks ago when we planned this podcast and I was like, what is that date? Because I saw that. So I'm excited mm -hmm. that you're going to explain it to me because I have no idea yeah. what that means. <laughs> so this is the day or the time when your soul entered your body. So that is also very important for the human design because, um, yeah, through your design, you always, you see your conscious things and your subconscious things. So yes. things you're not aware of in this lifetime, which only like, you, you know, on a soul level, you know, so that is right. what makes it also so precise. And so, yeah, that is the first thing, the Western astrology, then um, the Kabbalah tree of life, the I Ching and the um, chakra system, but not the normal chakra system with the seven chakras. So right. it has like in human design, we have nine chakras. It adds the yes. splenic and the ego center. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. This is fascinating. And I think, you know, just a note on the chakras too, there are more than seven chakras, like in Eastern medicine, we just simplify them into seven centers, but there are hundreds of chakras. So mm -hmm. this splenic authority and splenic chakra and ego center, it makes sense to me. Um, how did you get into this? Like, how did you find your way to human design? 
Yeah, that is a good question. Um, I feel like you get to it when you called, like when your soul yeah. is calling you to it, then it's like, yeah, but specific when it came to me, like it found me in a, in a point in my life where, where I was pretty lost. Like I think two years ago, um, actually already three years ago, where my best friend by that time, she, she sent me that and was like, Jules, I found something like human design. You need to look it up. It was more like a fun thing. And then I looked it right. up, read a bit about it. And I was like, Hmm, that, that's actually pretty precise. But then I right. left it. I don't know. I didn't went after it. And then two years, I think, was it? No, I think yeah, like two years ago when I was in Portugal, um, I found an, a woman and she did like human design readings. And I was like, wait a second, I think I've heard of it already. Um, and like right now, you know what? I've already been a soul here or like I've been a person who's always, always yeah, on the on the look or I've been always searching for a more meaningful life or like more things. Yeah, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, then I found the human design. And when I got that reading, Matt, it was really like, I was like, wow, this woman does not know me at all. How can she know so much oh. about me and so much about my life? Because human design is really, it's hard to describe when you like, the listeners probably already have their chart. And when they look at their chart, they'd be like, okay, what does that mean? Like I'm a protector, I'm a manifester, I'm a reflector, whatever. But yeah. these energy types, for example, give you an insight how you made or how you're supposed to thrive through life in this specific lifetime. Like, for example, projectors are here to like protectors and reflectors to guide others, to help others. They are not here to do, do, do. Like, for example, generators or manifesting generators or these type of groups, you know? Um, yeah. So I realized that and I'm a projector. So when okay. I first got into that, I'm like, that makes so much sense. That's why I feel so different than the rest of it. Because, right. you know, it's just so, yeah, it found me at a, at a point in my life where I was very lost and it gave me a bit more, yeah, insights about me and my life. And I feel like, especially right now, more and more people are calling towards human design or towards astrology or whatever, because, yeah. You know, the energy is rising, the vibration is rising, we're shifting yeah. into the new earth. Yes, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, human design can really help people to find more insights about themselves and more alignment, I would say. That's beautiful because I feel like, and in, in how I've understood it, and I've you know, been, I've been trying to learn as much as I can about human design, but it's not, it's not my soul's gift to this planet, right? It's yours, it's other people's, but mine is, is soul contracts and how I've understood and how my higher self explained it is you have your soul contract, which is the astrology, but then you have how it manifests physically within you as the human. And that is human design. And I feel like I feel like you need both. Like you need to have both readings or understand both or be able to read both yourself to to truly thrive in this world. Mm -hmm. So I really want to touch on those five human design archetypes, the projector, the reflector, the generator, the manifesting generator. Um, is there four or five? There are five, five. Yeah, yeah, we, de we de so, so you said reflectors, projectors, manifestors, manifesting generators. And generators. Yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. okay. Yeah. So what's the, what's the breakdown of all of these? Yeah, okay. Um, so 
first of all, it's so, so, so nice what you just said about astrology and human design, because that is exactly what I also feel about it. Yeah. Um, because I feel like astrology is more, you know, like, um, not, not, uh, yeah, it's more about like, you can do so much about the planetary systems, you know, like you can really like dive down what's what what can happen in your life right like yes. set and return and what you went to do and whatever and human design is more about your energy it's more about yes. you it's how as i said earlier it's it's when you decondition back to your to your design then you it, it gives me for example so much grounding because i'm like right. yeah that is me like that is my design that is how i feel before right. society conditioned me to be someone i'm oh, actually chills. Chills. you know yeah so so many people um for example before we dive into that, um, I'm the only projector in my family. Okay, for example, my parents are like generators and manifestors, and as a projector, I do things so much different than other energy beings. And right. I always felt like weird. I felt like, what is wrong with me? Like, okay. why am I so different? And right. when you when you get back to your unique being, then it's you you, you see life so different. So when it comes to this energy topics or this energy um fields in human design it's it feels like coming home to yourself so oh. the, when the listeners have their um reading now um i dive into the, the the energies um in human design now and yeah i hope that that that's also what what the listeners or what you feel about it but there is much more yeah, absolutely to, to talk about in human oh. design there is. Yeah. The, the, the archetype is just like one piece of the very one general piece of the puzzle, right? Cause you have the, the gates and then the energy centers and the channels. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> so please dive in, share with us your wealth of knowledge on this. Yeah, I would love that. Okay. So then um, let's start with, with a manifester because the okay. manifestors are like only 9% of the populations and they are um, the people who really um, bring ideas to the world, who are like here to, uh, you know, like, yeah, okay, I want to do this or maybe we can do that and, and really thrive through the world and, and help uplift humanity with their creativity and um yeah to to they're here to bring ideas into the world and to inspire others that that is like the main point about them and um yeah the, the this type is here to initiate and to start new things so okay. they are also not here to maybe bring things to an ending and that is what most manifestor like get a bit yeah what brings them in unalignment because they're like in society you know we are conditioned to hey when you start something stick to it but right. manifestors for example are not here like don't get me wrong they can be here <laughs> of course right. when you find something and you're thrilled about it then bring it to fruition but for example you for example you're not a manifester but if you're a manifester and you're like mm. hey you know what let's let's i want to do podcasts or i want to do this i want to do this then for example a projector hear that and is like wait that's actually a good idea and then your sparkle lights me up and i start a podcast whereas it was only your job here to sparkle me up with your idea but ah. it's not your job to bring the podcast in in fruition you know what i mean ah, okay that's really cool oh. 
Yeah. So, okay. so that's the main thing um, about manifestors. So manifestors are mainly also here to do what they want, when they want and what they want and don't take any like, you know, just just go for it and do it. You don't need to bring things into fruition. Just just go after what what calls you and what piques your interests. Yeah. What kind of what kind of careers would a manifester have then if they're meant to just inspire and like invoke this maybe these subconscious gifts in other people like kind of like spark that light what kind of roles would they have in society that is a very interesting question because just recently I discovered because I did a little research that back in the times in every royal family there was at least one manifester so you know, like uh, kings and queens, all of these royal families had at least one manifester. And um, when we go back to his uh, history, for example, Adolf Hitler was a manifester. Oh, <laughs> he yikes. Maybe, yeah, he maybe did not, yeah, whatever, but... Not good, know, but... Maybe... <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So... So people who are really here maybe to guide others, to in, 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 inspire other people and to, yeah... Okay. bring bring ideas into the world oh I love yeah. that yeah maybe not Adolf Hitler style but you know like maybe <laughs> in a more maybe in a more loving consciousness <laughs> but, yeah but needless to say like I mean you can do good or bad with what you have right like so yeah. that's 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 just on anyway yeah yes yeah. okay yeah all right so the second one um are generators and generators are 37 percent of the population so this is actually like the biggest energy type most of the people like okay not most but a lot of people are generators and generators um other than manifestors are here to pick a thing that picks their interest and really get very good at it brings it to an end and stick to the path like they for example um who for example who is it for example oprah winfrey she's a generator you know okay she she's she got very good in interviews and stuff like that and stick to the path and get very famous out of that so okay. generators are here to you know find their their fulfillment find what's what's interesting for them and you know that does not always mean that you need to change the world that you need to be oprah or whatever it could right. always also be you could be a teacher you could be a bus driver or a taxi right. driver or whatever it, it can be a simple thing and stick to that and just just help tons of people with with what you're doing but what is also very important for generators is that they do something they really love because if they do something they don't like or they don't love then their energy field forces them to stick to it because they're meant to like right. stick to that path and that can bring them to bitterness or to unalignment so what's very like i mean it's important for all of the energy types that right go what go after what you like but especially for generators so if you are a generator and you find yourself in a job or you find yourself like not having energy a lot or you're constantly tired or what whatever that is actually not how you're supposed to be here like you mm. are like as a generator you have a constant um source of energy like actually when you do something you love and you go after what you love then oh my god you can work 15 hours a day and <laughs> do what you love and just go 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 for it so okay. yeah that's 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 the thing about generators that's yeah. really cool and i hope that you know i think like you said it's important for everyone to do what they love but 
yeah, that would be miserable to like, feel like you are like designed to stick to something that you hate. Oh, that would be Mm. brutal. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also why they, um, yeah, they need to be aware about of burnouts because they are actually also besides projector, but generators and projectors are the energy types that mostly like stick to a burnout because yeah they just they just stick to the path and be very unhappy with it and then they just find yourself in the crisis and be like what am i actually doing but right. that that is just their soul screaming, screaming at like, them hey, yeah you're yeah. you're not doing what you what you hear what you meant here to do you know okay yeah Okay. Oh, this is so fascinating. I love this. This is, I could talk about this all day. Continue, please. (laughs) Yeah. So now we come to the manifesting generators and I guess, yeah. That's me. (laughs) You can talk with us about that as well because you are a manifesting generator and it is a bit of a mixture between both. So I'm really interested in hear your perspective of it, about it, because the manifesting generators are here to have ideas, to go out and spread ideas, but also like better than manifestors, they can stick to things and they can really bring them into fruition. They can, but they don't have to, you know, it can also like you, maybe you can find yourself and be like, oh, like right now I want to do the podcast and I want to stick to only soul contract readings. Then I want to do tarot card readings or whatever. There are a lot of interests that you have, but you also bring them into life. You don't have to, maybe you sometimes it's like, no, you, you know what? I I don't want to go after that. Then it's also fine. And you can just leave it and go to something else. Right. I find... Yeah, it makes sense. But I also find it so challenging because there are thousands. Okay, let's not be too dramatic, but there I, I probably have like several dozen ideas in my brain of like things that I want to do. And I also find it hard because then there's a part of me that wants to get like wants to just work in my field of expertise, which is soul contracts mm-hmm. and to kind of like branch that out and maybe do many different things with soul contracts. And I'm trying to navigate that. But then I also find there's a lot of these ideas that I have that I spark in other people and then they go and fulfill them kind of like a manifester. So I am just very confused on how I am meant to use the manifesting generator archetype to do my soul work does that make sense I find it very challenging (laughs) yeah so is it that you have these many ideas and you don't know where to focus on or what is it that yeah that is a bit yeah I think not knowing which one to focus on right now and which ones that which ones are going to be just like a a brief try it out maybe love it then get rid of it or which ones are meant to be fully developed in that generator energy of like getting really, really good at it. And then how do you get so good at so many things that you want to do? Because I want to be really good at everything. That is your generator energy that's kicking in, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So um, I would say also decondition yourself because it's like maybe the conditioning from the manifesting and the generator and of course the society that you it's just your brain that says hey i want to be very good in all of it or yeah i yeah i want to bring that into fruition or whatever just go with the flow and go with ease and it and it is totally okay to just go after what is calling you right now because maybe that is what 
what needs what the world needs right now and right. it's also um i think it will be very interesting for you also when we come to the profile types because okay. you are also a three in your profile type and that is because you said try it out try things out the three is the profile who just wants to try things out go with the flow and if it's not working out then whatever then we just <laughs> try something new you know so yes. that is also <laughs> okay accurate yeah. when it comes to that. but so yeah you know just just go with the flow just go with the ease and don't try to be so hard on yourself and to really <laughs> like get 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 uh, taught up in your head you know that you want okay. everything at the exact same time because it can be like confusing at some times because you have the generator energy that is the motor that is the energy that want to stick to things and want to do things and yeah. then of course the manifesto that's like but wait no this and this and this so yeah I, I feel like just pick one topic that is important for you at this moment and then okay. just go after it and the rest will come by itself okay do you think that with this with the manifesting generator energy it's like sometimes to focus on one thing get good at it let it go focus on one thing get good at it let it go or is it how does that work yeah okay. absolute absolute so that is more the the, the manifesting uh, energy than itself um okay. so Totally. So just focus on, on a thing at, as long as it piques your interest. And as you said, like right. your main thing is soul contracts, for example. So this is yeah. what you're really good at. And the rest of it, we the human source just needs to like, you know, the curse or the podcast or whatever. And that is yes. just at that specific time when you hear the calling, like when you be right. oh this week or this month, I want to go full into the podcast, then it's fine and go after it. Or yes. then the next time you want to bring this course into for, for nutrition, then let's just just focus 100% on that. And that is totally fine. You know, that is also the conditioning we brought from society. No, when you when you do a thing, then you need to do it 100%. No, that's right. maybe for pure generators, but not for MGs, because you have so many other different talents and different ideas and yeah. you should bring them all out, you know? This makes so much sense because right now I'm in a period where like the podcast this month, like there is so much, I, I think we are getting everything, every episode recorded until the end of the year, pretty much until we take <laughs> our break, like done in September, which is just wow. like insane because there's just so much like there's so much, there's so many interviews, people I want to talk to. There's so many ideas that I have that I, I want to share. But then there's periods where, like when I think of where I was maybe like a year ago, it was all about my book and getting ready to publish my book. And so I didn't want to do anything else except work on that. So this makes, this makes me feel better. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, and that is what I, uh, what I meant earlier when you really get into your design and it's like, wow, yeah, that makes sense. Thank you for saying that because that's exactly yeah. how I feel. So it gives you permission to yes. act how you want because yes. It's there's something inside you that's constantly like, is that right how I'm doing it? Am I am I allowed to act like that? Yes, you right. totally are. So human design gives you permission to act how you how you're in your core want to act, you know? That's totally right for you. Oh, I love okay. that. Thank you so <laughs> much. Oh, okay. What's the next one? The next one is uh, or are projectors and there are 20% of the uh, population. Okay. As I said earlier, I am a projector, so yeah. I can talk a bit about that. Um, projectors are different than the other um, energy fields. 
because they and the reflectors are non-energy beings. So other than, for example, um, manifestors or MGs or generators, which like you guys, you get energy out of your work. You could like yeah. when you do something you like, you can do like 10 hours a day. And after yes. that, you'd be like, "Woo! I can go for a run or I can do yep. whatever. <laughs> yep. Yeah, when I do something for like two hours, like, I don't know, during an interview or whatever, then after that, I'm like, wow, I need some time for myself. Like, I need a nap or I need to go for a walk or whatever, because right. we are non-energetic beings. And this is actually the biggest condition projectors and reflectors has that they need to to function all the time, you know, mm, okay. so that for example, you need like in society, it's normal that you work eight hours a day, right? Like when you go to a job, you work Ugh. eight hours a day, five days a week, and you only have three days off, uh, three, uh, 30 days off a, a year. So that's normal in Germany, let's <laughs> say like that. Right. Yeah. And when I first heard that, I'm like, wow, because back in, in the years, like two or three years ago, when I was at my normal day to day job, I was like, all the time when I came home, I was so exhausted. I was like, why I am I so exhausted? And why none of my colleagues are feeling the same? I mean, of course, first of all, it was something I didn't like or didn't love right? at that time. But also because projectors are not here to work eight hours a day, for example, or let's say not work in a consistent amount of time right. all the time. Like I can work, for example, eight hours a day for like two or three days, but then I need a pause or like a break for two weeks, let's say, you know, right. that is yeah. that is something protectors makes really unique. Plus protectors are more here, like when we say generators are here to do things and manifestors are here to create things or to have ideas, um, MGs are here to and you both projectors are not here to do things or to create things they they are here to see things you know they are here to um really help help um, individuals or help groups or help whoever to make things in an easier way of oh. like because we have um we have a different how to say a different point of View, view or of life or whatever so we just see things a bit differently and we can help people or things to flow with more ease and flow more yeah just not better but in a more efficient way if you, right. if you know what i mean so like projectors for example are here to guide others like i saw earlier i saw a very good quote that says projectors are not here to trade their time into money but to trade their wisdom into money you know like oh. they're here for example also to get good at at one specific thing for example for me human design to get yeah. good at this very good and then just stick to it and show it to the world and dive deep into it and um, create a magnetism about it because okay. also for example um the strategies for um projectors we haven't uh, discussed that for the other um energies uh, but we can do that later for projectors for example is to wait for the invitation so um when i do something i need to wait for the invitation for example you invited me here to the podcast to talk about human design it's not that I go out and be like, hey, can I talk in your podcast about human design? No, no, no. So that would right. be not in alignment for me because we have a very penetrant aura and we need to wait for the invitation for that. So then we can okay. go with thrive, you know? So that is very important for projectors as well. Do you find that hard as a projector? Because 
I'm, I'm kind of viewing it as an MG of like, when I see something I want, I just go and get it. Like I just go and do it. I go and get it. So when mm-hmm. you have something that you want, how does that, how does that work for you? Like, because you have to wait for the invitation or it's, it's more in alignment for you to, how does that work? See, that's a good question. Cause when you are not in your alignment, like when you're not living in, in your chart or with your chart, then it can be very frustrating. So for all the projectors out there, if you find it frustrating to wait for the invitations, then you're probably not living in alignment with your charts, with your chart, because when you are in, in alignment, then you create a magnetism around it. And then the invitation just flow to you. You know, you don't need to do anything about it. They will mm-hmm. just come to you. So, okay. for example, also just a just a um, example when it comes to marketing, for example, other um, creators maybe need to go uh, go after marketing. They need to talk about it. They are big on, on social media or whatever. While as projectors, when they are very good at something, then just speak about it, and you create a magnetism about it, and people feel drawn to you. Like they come to you and be like, "Hey, you are very good at that thing. I have a question about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you can you tell me more about that?" So, actually, like when you live in your chart, it's it's not frustrating at all because okay. it just makes life a bit easier. Because that's how I know I'm on the right path. You know, if I'm getting invitations then I'm go after it. If I'm not getting them and I'm not, okay, hey, maybe I should, I should do something else. Um, right. It's also important, you know, you don't always need to wait for the invitation. For example, I also have my own podcast and I don't need for an invitation to start a podcast. Of course, I can do it. Right. I can go after it. Um, or let's say when you want to go, when you want want to apply for the job, you don't need to wait for an invitation for that. Just apply for it. Right. But like maybe when you when you are in an interview, talk about your gifts, talk about you. Like right. just show the people who you are and what is your gift, and then maybe they invite you and be like, "Hey, you know what? You applied for that specific job, but we have a, actually another position that would suit you better." So then the invitation comes. Right. That gives you more alignment. You know what I mean? Okay, this makes That's sense. So it doesn't mean inaction. It just means live in alignment, get the invitations, but also go after what you desire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Totally. And for example, when we come to famous people again, um, Barack Obama was also a projector or Marilyn Monroe, for example, Mandela. So all these people who really like, because, you know, also what I forgot, projectors have um, a very penetrant aura but they can sense other people like Mm. that's why they can help other people make things more efficient because they not only see things different but they can really feel into their energetic field or into their emotions and that is also why they need more rest because they're so hypersensitive and they really they feel their environment like when for example when i'm in in a room full of people then I'm like, wow, I, I really feel them. And after afterwards, I'm like, okay, I need a break because right. that was yeah. too much. So that's that's also what's unique about them. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what about reflectors? Yeah, reflectors. Wow, when, when we have someone tuning in here who is a reflector, then congratulations, because you are the 1% of the population who is a reflector. They are very, very rare. And reflectors, as the name says, are here like they are like a chameleon. 
they don't have their own let's say energy they're here to act like a mirror so if you are in a room with a reflector the things they reflect the patterns the thing like how they act whatever is actually a reflection of you back oh. in the times in every tribe or in every community or whatever there was one at least one reflector that just reflects the tribe their community their patterns their habits to also show them how they maybe can improve things so mm, that is okay. also and that is also so important that reflectors know that they are reflectors because otherwise if they don't are aware about their unique gifts that there are actually a reflection of their environment that they can feel like why am i like when i'm with that person i'm like that and then when i'm with that person i have that interest and they're like so over the place and be like who am i Re so, identity crisis yeah total identity crisis and um you know, it's for reflectors, it's not about who they are. Um, I had a, a, a pretty good picture earlier about it. You know, the sky, when you see the sky and it rains, what would you say is the sky? It, it cloudy? Dark? It, yeah, yeah. And when, when it's sunny outside, how is the sky then? Like happy and bright. Yeah. And then there's a thunderstorm. How is the, the sky then? <laughs> Dark and moody and stuff. Right, right. <laughs> but at the exact same time, the sky is none of it. The sky is just a vessel of everything. It just holds it, you know? Yeah. The sky holds the thunderstorm. It holds the sun. It holds the clouds. But the sky itself is the sky. It's none of it. And at the exact same time, it's everything. And that's what oh. reflector are. You know, they are not what like they are not the people they're reflecting. They are still they. They just reflecting them. Then giving, they are giving them a vessel to mirror what they are. So for reflectors, especially more than for projectors, it's so important to make space for them to go out in nature, to crown themselves, to allow them rest. To also, they are also non-energetic beings, like really allow yourself rest because when you allow yourself rest you realign back to yourself and you gain more energy out of that yeah that is fascinating that is I that stresses me out I'm not gonna lie the concept of like just mirroring back to everyone what they are and not having like one like I get what you're saying they are they are all of it and none of it and I that I love from like a philosophical approach I, I just I'm obsessed with that but how how would a reflector know if they like something because they like it or if they like something because they're with someone who likes it? I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if they like it, but like, you know, how do they know the difference? Yeah, that is very, very also important because, you know, every type has their own strategy, how, for example, they can decide things like if that is right for them or not. Um, and for example, reflectors, they have the um, the or they should go with a lunar cycle. Actually, they should oh. wait a full lunar circle um, because also that is also very important. Reflectors do not only uh, reflect like persons, but they also reflect the moon like they really feel full moon more and new moon phases and all and Mercury retrograde and everything <laughs> that is going on like in the universe or wherever they feel so 
whatever they they want to do if it's like a very important decision to make they should wait a full lunar circle because then they've gone through all the phases they see different people but also they probably should have take time by themselves and then after like more or less a month they can be like yeah okay i like that i want to do that or or not like okay when it comes to little decisions of course you can't wait all the time like a lunar cycle <laughs> right yeah but then i would consider to you know go out in nature ground yourself spend time on your own and just yeah just be and feel you and allow yourself to listen to your inner voice like meditate and yeah just reconnect to your inner self because at the end of the day that is your voice you are you you're not the outside you're not the person the person who came with that sparkle to you and be like yeah let's do that and that because then you feel the emotion from the other person but that's actually right. not your emotion so that's very important for reflectors okay what kind yeah. of careers have you seen reflectors take on in the world um I've just looked it up and I saw that Sandra Bullock is a is a reflector or uh, Richard oh. Burton and Uri Geller. And I'm not sure, wasn't Uri Geller like a, a um, uh, how you call it? A, a mag mag magician? Uh, yes. You know I mean? yes, 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 yes. Something uh, like that. A magician, uh, an illusion, an illusion illusion artist something like that yeah, I don't I think so I don't know yeah. magician we'll just go with it <laughs> I don't know how, how that like <laughs> but I would also say reflectors would also I think reflectors would be a good um, assistant for a manager for example or hmm. for you know like also to or also a good coach or for example my human design reader uh, like who introduced me into the whole human design she was also a reflector so yeah. something where you can um be you whereas your, your your voice is is wanted and you're you're there to create space for others and whereas like for example when you are an assistant from a manager then he um he wants you to help you with uh, with decisions to make or also right. maybe she she be like hey i can feel that you're a bit stressed today or i can feel that this is not worth alignment maybe we should do it like with that and that because she right. can feel emotions from from the manager or from the whole company or whatever okay so that, that that's incredible i'm like yeah. thinking of like who i'm gonna hire in my business <laughs> and i'm like okay i need this archetype for this i need that archetype for that see really that smart. is so important and i feel like when human design because it's only so new actually 30 yeah. years old like imagine in a hundred years like when yeah. you really hire like it it is a total benefit for you for the employee and for the one who's doing the job because yes. you know like projectors have other interests and maybe generators have or reflectors do need other work environments than manifesting generators needs and then when everyone is just in its very unique environment then they just thrive and that yeah. is so special like everyone actually everyone should get their human design when they come to work because then when they come here to yeah. work because then it's just so easy and also raising children like Ooh. it's so important like it or it can be so so efficient or when it comes to school systems like you know one student learns better when they do uh, eight hours of uh, in school or learning eight of hours other people or other children would be better in three days school five days off or whatever you know so right. Right. it just makes so much sense 
Oh, I love that. Raising kids with that too. I never even thought of that. So thank you for putting that in my field because that's yeah. going to be important. Yeah, oh. totally. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned also profiles, strategy. What are those? How do we, how do we work with that? Because mm-hmm. I know my strategy is to respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to respond. And then my profile is the three, five profile. Neither of which I know anything about. I kind of know, but I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you want, we can go first through the authorities and then to the profiles. So sure, sure. Um, that is, yeah. So, um, oh no, let's, let's go first through the profile because that's a, a bit more. <laughs> okay. okay. So the, when we, when it comes to um, the energetics or the energy um, of the human designs, that is how you go through your day-to-day life, how you go through life, how you, yeah, how you thrive and yeah. your profile is, is your personality, how other people view you and how you also view yourself. So oh. to everyone who, who's uh, followed the link and had their um, human design, then it, for example, says you are a three, six projector or you are a three, five manifesting generator as you are, for example. And that says something about your personality. So let's go through the numbers for a little bit. Um, The number one or no. And first of all, um, the left number is your conscious. So what you are aware about and the right number is your subconscious. So what other people see in you, that is very important. Okay, Yeah. cool. I love it. Okay. So the numbers are the first number is the investigator. So when you have one in your chart, then you are here to seek knowledge. You want to look everything up. You really like, <laughs> like a professor, professor, you know, like you really, you, you read books, you read articles, you go out, you want to really find a meaning behind things. So, um, okay. yeah, like, he wants to seek information, study the work, seeking knowledge and become authority while seeking knowledge. I love that it. Is, that is the first profile. Then the second one is the hermit or also called the natural genius. That <laughs> are people um, that are here and that, you know, they do things just with a natural ease and natural flow. And for example, they, they go and be a beautiful painter or they go and like they have natural talents you know um they they don't need a lot of time and getting good and things they just go after things and they have a natural talent and in doing things just with ease where other people that don't have a two in their profile be like why is he always so naturally good and and things and don't need to put any effort in it because that is their profile you know so they're meant to be to act like that yeah then we have the three and they are the martyrs. That is you and me. I also have the three in chart and cool. <laughs> we are the people. Um, for example, the first line, they learn through seeking knowledge. Okay. We learn just through experiences. So, yes. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. I could read something. And I'm like, great. I love that. That that That's great. I'm not really going to learn or understand it until I do it and live it. <gasps> yeah. yeah. So we are here to dive fully into an opportunity, go after it and just try it out ourselves, which can lead to a lot of try and error, but we yes. don't care because we are after the experience. And right. when we do something and we're like, you know what? 
that doesn't work out but anyways let's let's just start something new so that <laughs> is <laughs> yeah. the three in our profile and that is so you know when i first discovered that out i was like oh that makes so much sense and yeah. thank you for getting permission for get because you know it can also lead to frustration because i sometimes feel like because when you tell me something i can't do i can't help myself but to try it out sometimes yep. in my head i already know oh I, I shouldn't do that yeah, I should do, but <laughs> i'm just doing I'm going it. to yeah, yeah. so yeah. Uh, when you are aware about it then uh, yeah just it's just nice that you know you are here to do the experience to go after it and to just fully embrace the experience my yeah. parents used to get so frustrated with me because they would tell me something like, don't do this or do this. And I'd be like, you told me not to. Now I'm curious of why I shouldn't, you know, like now I need to go figure out and have the experience to be like, oh yeah, you really just should not do that. So, yeah. oh, yeah. that makes so much sense. See, and that is also a big point in uh, like raising children. When you know that your child has a three in their profile, it then then don't like go and say don't do it like you should encourage your your child and maybe <laughs> hey you know what it maybe is not the best decision you make but go after it try it out yourself and if it's not working out then it's totally fine at least you tried it out you know if right. you know how your children or how anyone works then you can just encounter them and help them just thrive through life how they're meant to be oh yeah. i love that so much Oh. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, next number is the four and the fourth is the opportunist or the intimate friend like they are people who really connect uh, on an intimidate um, an authentic way like uh, they really can connect in a very special way with people like they are very social um they are really friendly warm persons and they are really interested in building relationships so mm -hmm. yeah if i would really hire someone with a four in their profile when it comes to like maybe customer or also like just when you work with when you have to work with a lot of other people because they are very friendly very warm and very social people mm. yeah would they be and good Sorry, hey, go ahead. sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, would they be good with marketing? Because that's about building customer relationships or not so much? Um, it's okay. Then it depends on also like their energy uh, being right. and stuff like that. But I would say, no. for example, they are good social worker, you know, like they oh, are okay. good out in the field. Like they okay. are good in really one-on-one -on -one relationship with other persons, not ah. so more about like, science or something like that in the background okay okay that makes sense yeah 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 so and then we have the five the <laughs> second they, part of my profile yeah so um that is the it's called the heretic and also the global solutionist and so solutionist no is that right how you know what i mean solution solutions yeah solutionist like solutions. Yes. Yeah, solutionist. Yes. You have the you are a three five, right? So you have the Correct. five. 
So that is your um, subconscious, like the thing you mostly not all the time aware about right. yeah. <laughs> what other people see in you. And that is like um, you create workable solutions uh, you share universalized messages that reach wide range of people. You have strong desires to save others and um, call out <laughs> what is right or what's wrong and go after um, and go offer solutions for that. Yes, 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 and yes, yes. Makes sense. Absolutely, yes. I was speaking in uh, another interview that I did on a different podcast a couple weeks ago, and I had mentioned how I've always had like a really big mouth on me. Like I've always been so passionate about talking about injustices and like what needs to be better in society. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I think sometimes I still don't even know why it bothers me so much and I talk about it, um, but that's kind of how things started with social media for me. So that's like that five profile of like seeing that there's solutions that are needed and what they could be. And then like just talking about them and like sharing that. <laughs> so that oh, makes sense. Wow. That's so, so aligned with your, with your profile. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. wild. And so this is the unconscious energy. So how does that how does that impact someone? Because I feel like what you're saying, I'm like, yes, like I do this. Like I have a podcast, I share universal messages, I'm a medium. How would that maybe operate more unconsciously in my design? Mm, so that is actually something that comes naturally to you, I would say. Like okay. that is your soul gift, like something ah, yes. maybe that comes from past lives, something yeah. that is really your, yeah, your gift that you brought here here to life maybe makes more sense when I um, introduce the next one because that's the six for example and I have the six as my second um, as my uh, yeah as my second um, number for example that is the role model and mm. the old soul the old guy like that is people that are here to help others to um, live their authentic lives and that is something that is subconscious in my in me you know like right. when you come to me I would be like no I'm not a role model like I, I can't help you with that but right. my soul is like yes you are because you lived that already you yeah. like maybe in previous lifetimes or whatever um and more like the when you have the six in your in your um profile then that um like you live that more in your later ages like when you ah. when you come to your 40s or your 50s because okay. until your 30s you live like a 3-3 three, three profile like um you're really here to experience things and that is why we are also role model then because we're really here like we don't study things just but we here to experience things that right. leads us to like authentic knowledge and that leads us to like a role model and stuff like that so Okay. That is more like the second, the subconscious number is something you are aware about when you ask your soul, like on a deeper soul right. level, you know, you okay. are aware of it, but yeah, it's, it's, it's your soul gift, I would say. That's so that even, makes sense? Yeah. So it's like, even if someone isn't aware of it, it's still their gift. It's still how they're operating, yeah. what they're bringing to humanity. Yeah. Yeah, okay. totally. Like also, for example, like when you have... A number in your profile and you be like now no that's not how I feel or whatever then maybe you're not living your authentic self now and that's your right. soul being like yes you are like that is your what you are underneath the surface what what you maybe get to when you live with more alignment oh that makes more sense ease. too okay yeah. all right yeah okay and then we have the strategies and authorities left and then um, we, we're done with that which one would okay. you would you like first like authority is um how you make decisions 
And okay. the strategy is, yeah, how you how you thrive through life with more ease. Ooh, let's do the how we make decisions because I suck at making decisions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So then we go through the authorities. And when you see your chart, then you see some of the chakras, they are defined or not defined. So you have um, some of the chakras that are colored. When you are a reflector, you don't have any chakras defined. That's why they mirror everything. Okay. Um, and for example, um, one chakra is your authority. That is the um, one that is very much defined. And um, for example, you are a sacral authority. That's also written in your um, in your chart. Like, for example, to the listeners, you probably can be like a, a three, six splenic protector. That's me, for example. So that is okay. your authority. You, for example, you are a um, three, five sacral manifesting generator. So right. that is your authority. Um, and the sacral authority, you are totally uh, led by your gut feeling. So if okay. it comes to decisions, you should 100% and immediately always listen to your gut feeling, whether an opportunity is right or wrong for you. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, yes, because sometimes, and obviously I've learned how to connect with my intuition, right? But sometimes an opportunity or something will present and I'm just like, nope. And, you know, on paper, it sounds great, right? Mm -hmm. It just, it's, but there's something in me that's like, no. And that's intuition, right? You don't get the answers with intuition. You get the answers mm -hmm. after you make the decision and after you listen to your intuition. So that's so interesting because sometimes it's like a fuck yes. And then other times mm -hmm. it's just like an immediate, absolutely not. Like it's not totally, happening. Totally. And that like with the gut feeling or with, yeah, with your gut feeling, it's really that subtle yes or no. It's something you mm -hmm. can't describe. It's just a feeling that you have. Like it could be an email that you're receiving and just read it and be like, nope or whatever. And really you don't have... You, you you don't have the really why like why is that now you you should not think about it too much you should go you should just go after that emotion because that is right that is your soul telling you let's go that direction and yeah. also for example if you don't feel your gut feeling at that very time then you just say you just you should just say a no for now like when uh. you're not sure about anything just say a no for now, leave it like that. And if it's meant to be, then a yes will come afterwards or not. But then um, okay. just don't overrush the things. Oh, I like that because sometimes it, there is no feeling. It's kind of like a, it's just blank. It's like, uh, I don't actually know. So I like yeah. the no and then like revisit it when maybe yeah. it does feel better. Because yeah. if it would have been a yes, then the yes would have been there immediately. And you oh, would have, I have chills. <gasps> Oh, mm. that's going to revolutionize my decision-making. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Um, then we have the next authority, and that's the splenic authority. Um, that's when you have your spleen defined. Um, most of projectors have them. For example, I am also a splenic authority, and they are kind of same you with your gut, we with our intuition. Like, we have our intuition. Um in that very specific time or when an opportunity comes up then we know right away yes or no maybe we can make a maybe we can discuss that a little bit because people yeah. always ask me what's the difference between gut feeling and then intuition and i'm like yeah. 
yeah, okay, for me, I only feel my intuition. I'm not that good in feeling my gut. So maybe we can we can talk about how it feels like an intuition, how it feels like, how does it feel for you when you feel your gut? Is it like really a feeling in your stomach or is yeah. it like, ah. Oh, uh -huh. Yeah. So intuition speaks to you in many forms, right? Like you have like just knowing, which is like, I feel, mm -hmm. I feel like that's what you're saying with the splenic authority of like, it's an immediate thought of yes or no. Yeah. Like it's just a knowing, which would be like that claircognizance energy. But with the um, sacral authority, because the sacral is the emotional body, it's related to clear sentience. So that intuition is a clear feeling, mm -hmm. either an emotion or a feeling in the body. And for me, it's this, it's right in my gut. It's right um, like underneath my stomach, right above my belly button, which is kind of that bridge between the sacral and the solar plexus where it's like, it's, if it's a no, it like comes through, it just kind of like lights up and it's just kind of like, no, it just like, it feels like uh how do you explain that feeling? You know, when you're kind of, it's not nausea, but you know, like if you could imagine being nauseous in the like middle lower part of your stomach is kind of how it feels mm -hmm. rather than the upper part of your stomach. It's like, there's weight there, just like a very subtle weight that says no. Mm, that, that makes make sense? so much sense yeah and i feel that is so so important because also society trains us to not listen to our gut feeling because mm -hmm. if it just not makes sense then why should you listen to it you know like for right. example the other day i had that with my intuition i was with a group of friends and they all wanted to go in that one specific restaurant and i we were walking in and you know where we were a group of like six and i was the only one like when we walk into that restaurant i was like Guys, you know what? Let's take another the other restaurant. I don't know why, but I'm not feeling great here. And everyone was like, hmm, okay, like, are you sure? But like, they know that I'm living yeah. my authority. And they're like, okay, Julius, if you like that, then we just skip it and go to another restaurant. And then right. afterwards, we found out that at that evening, like, um, there, how do you call it when, like, for example, the meat has gone bad and, you know. Food poisoning. And, yeah, food poisoning happened in that place. And I was like, oof that is crazy you know that's like insane it, it, at that specific time like if i would like if i would not be into this all the stuff i would be like no i i don't feel good but maybe it's something else like everyone wants to go here of course we're going here you know right. so it's really trust your intuition trust your gut feeling although it does not make sense in that very time but just just do it Stick and thank it. your soul later yeah <laughs> That's what I always tell people too, is your intuition doesn't make sense in the moment. It always makes sense after the fact. Mm -hmm. And that I think is why the human ego struggles so hard with, you know, following it because the ego wants the answers right away before making a decision and intuition does not grant us that. It is just a yes or no. And I'll explain later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And that is also like, it can be, yeah, but but hard to follow your intuition or to learn to follow your intuition. Like when I first found that out in my human design that I'm like a cleaning authority, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because all the time when I followed my intuition, I was right. But back in that time, I did not follow it that often. So it was right. more like, um, yeah, a deconditioning to that. And mm. now when you fully live in that, it's just, you go with so much ease and with so much flow through life because you, just trust your intuition. You trust yourself with that. And that is just yeah. so, so yeah, so nice. <laughs> so in alignment with the soul as well, like on every level. Yeah, totally. And then we have an, um, the emotional authority and okay. that is to wait 
after or wait until the emotional wave is gone like to really sleep over the decision or the opportunity total different than the splenic or the sacral like we have an right. instant yes or no from our gut or from our intuition an emotional authority should wait like sleep over the night or should wait um you know like when you say come to me and be like hey jules let's do this and they like then i feel your emotions about that and then maybe i agree on that and be like yeah okay let's do it and then the next day i regret that i said yes to right. it because i'm like wait a minute no actually i don't feel it anymore and then right. for emotional authority it is important to reschedule it or to be like hey okay you know what i slept over it and i don't feel good about it and you don't need to stick to the decision when yeah. you found yourself that you have not waited until the emotional wave was over does that i make love sense? that that feels like it would be so easy like to just, <laughs> maybe it's not, obviously I'm not living it, but I feel like that would just be so easy. Cause then it's like that permission to just change your mind based on how you feel, which I think everyone should follow. Yeah. 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 That's but true. <laughs> would that be common for reflectors? And uh, no reflectors no. always, that's, a, that's the next one. Like it, it, may, it would make sense. Right. But, right. um, as I said, the um, reflectors and they're the only one they um waiting for the lunar circle like they're mm, they really right. are the lunar authority so they of okay. like of course also like when it comes to more little decisions then they should of course wait like overnight like how they feel the next day about it but mm -hmm. if it's like a bigger decision then they should fully give themselves like a month of time to wait for the full uh, lunar lunar cycle mm -hmm. to make the decision okay okay yeah. that makes sense so right. these are the four main authorities there are some others but these are the, the main 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 authorities um i would um say if someone from listeners is another authority just look it up uh, on google they get a explanation okay. about that but that would be a bit too much if i would explain the other ones <laughs> okay perfect and then what was the other part that we were going to touch on we had the authorities what was the other the strategies like for Strategy. example yeah like um the as i said maybe we start with that um protectors like their strategy is to wait for the invitation like we right. discussed that earlier a bit so i don't need to go deep into that but mainly um yeah before you do something or also in discussions like um for example when someone in the group asks hey who wants to do this or that you are not the one initiating or raising your hand and be like hey i want to do it you wait until someone is like hey juice maybe you want to do it you know so that mm. is very important for protectors to wait for invitations then that also align with them you don't need to agree or do any invitation because at the beginning you're like okay i'm getting like when you start a business you know you get invitations right. you'll be like oh yeah i want to do that but wait for it you need to feel aligned with that invitations and you don't do not need to agree on any invitations if that not feels right if your intuition says no or if your gut says no right then it's also okay to refuse the invitation okay yeah yeah you don't have to say yes to everything if you're a projector <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> okay then uh manifestors uh their strategy is to inform people mm -hmm. on everything they do because they, you know, manifestors, they have so many ideas and they have so many, so much things all the time also in their head. For example, a little, a little example. Um, we were earlier, um, also with some friends in a group and we were chatted and one of, one of the guys just stood up and left the room and we're like, 
where is he going and what is he like why is he and then five five or ten minutes later he came back and was like oh no sorry yeah i had that call um i just needed to go out and and take that and we we're like yeah okay fine but just tell us because we found that was weird and he's like oh yeah true sorry i totally forgot about it like it was and i'm like you know that is the perfect example for manifestors just inform people it can also be very health healthy in relationships like when you are a manifestor inform your partner about anything you do even if it's just i'm going to the toilet <laughs> inform your partner about anything because that's very important um, because otherwise it can come to misunderstandings or uh, people feel rejected or whatever so that is okay. important for manifestors okay yeah cool. then generators and manifesting generators um uh is the strategy to respond like wait for a response from your gut feeling if you should initiate or if you really should do things like that is the main thing about your strategy like different for example for projectors we need to wait for the invitation you also need to wait but for the response of your gut feeling you know Ah, so it's not about responding to others. It's about responding to the self, responding yeah. to that, that, that feeling within. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ah, kind of. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. And then we have the last one that the reflectors and still we've talked about that already. It's also waiting for a lunar circle before you make any decisions or, um, yeah before you dive into opportunity um you should wait for the lunar circle and also you know when you when you are a reflector and you're listening to this and this is the first time you've ever listened to that it can be frustrating you'll be like why do i have to wait for a lunar circle or why is this lunar circle mm -hmm. so big especially for you guys for all the reflectors out there it can be so helpful to realign with the moon phases or just to realign with moon topics itself itself so i just invite you guys to go and look after moon like is it full yeah. moon is it new moon is it or what what in which phase are we in right now that can help you so much and it can also help you understand yourself even a bit better because that explains maybe why even you are when it's full moon you're a little bit more you know anxious or over feeling overwhelmed or whatever whereas when it's the new moon it's the perfect time for you to go and initiate things and stuff like that you know so that especially right. for reflectors they should go with the flow and with the moon flow especially yeah and I think that that would be super helpful too, because each, like even the waxing moon and the waning moon, there's different activities and business mm -hmm. strategies and tasks that align better with certain moon phases in the cycle. So I feel like that would be like very, um, very structured for them. It would help them flow more. Yeah. And also to allow to behave or to feel in that way, you know, like mm. reflectors should allow their self, allow their self that maybe when it's full moon that they are a little bit more emotional or, mm. you know, so because also in society we like you know still sometimes when because i also live uh, after the moon because i just love it i'll be like mm -hmm. no you know what today's full moon and i cancel my things or i don't feel like that still some people are like oh you with your witchy thing and whatever and i'm like <laughs> no it's just like <laughs> i honor my truth i honor my emotions yeah. and i go for it 
I'm with yeah. you on that. Cause sometimes, and like some, I think some people are very affected by every moon cycle and there's some people who are just not as affected by all the moon cycles, but there are sometimes like that Pisces full moon we had in August. Mm. Oh my God. I was like, I am not doing anything. I <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't ask me for anything. Don't expect anything from me. I am going to sit in my bed and I'm going to cry and I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat. <laughs> totally. And to honor that and to be like, hey, yeah. you know what? It's like a wave. It's like it comes and it goes and it's totally okay to go with it. With it. There come yeah. better days. No, I love that. This has mm-hmm. been so beyond insightful, Jules. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Are you, so are you offering readings yet for listeners who might be interested? Do you have a wait list? What, how can we connect with you for human design? So at the moment, I um, specify myself in like projectors. So okay. I have already recorded um, with a friend of mine who is um, uh, a professional human design reader. Uh, we did okay. a projector masterclass. So um, for everyone who's interested, you can just go to my Instagram profile, go to the link in the bio, and then um, there is a German projector masterclass and an English projector masterclass. Love that. Okay. <laughs> and um, otherwise, if you have questions or if you if you are interested in a projector reading, um, then you can reach out to me and uh, we can go and dive deeper into that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I will leave all of that linked in the show notes. Is there any piece of advice you would like to give to the listeners or anything about human design that you just want the listeners to know before we wrap up today? Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, first of all, like dive into your into your design design and just feel how conditioned you maybe have lived so far and Mm -hmm. what would deconditioning mean for you like how because first maybe when you when you um see your chart at the very first time you're like hmm wait but this is actually not how i go through life at the moment so your actual human design is so far away from how you live now because society conditioned you in a totally different way so then especially it's especially important for you to just and that does not mean that you have that you need to change everything right Right. away maybe just a little things like honor your gut feeling or honor your intuition or you know like just these little things in your day-to-day life and then maybe when you realize hey okay it's easier when i go with the flow when i go with my intuition then you dive more into your energy field and be like hey okay i'm a projector what does that really means for me like okay waiting for the invitation hmm okay or that i need more rest or that i need more time for myself you know just always when you feel or that that is for any types or for any human design out there Mm -hmm. if you feel frustrated or if you feel like you're out of alignment go back in go back into yourself and ask yourself hey where am i living maybe not in alignment with my design and what does my soul wants me to tell or wants Uh, me to tell with that you know and is there maybe a way i can make it a little bit more easier for me because before I lived in my protector alignment I was just constantly fighting fighting against myself because mm-hmm. I thought I needed to go through life like my parents taught me to but right. once I stopped that fight and be like no you know what I want to try it my way I want to try it how it feels good to me and then I realized wow this makes sense for me so just oh. allow yourself to yeah, to dive into your design, just start with little steps and then 
express it how you like it to <laughs> oh I love that thank you so much Jules this has been so insightful I'm so I'm so intrigued and um, I know the listeners definitely are as well so I will leave everything your socials your master class below and thank you so much thank you so much for having me it was my pleasure <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Jules. She is just so incredible. Don't forget to go and check her out on Instagram. Check out her masterclass and use code Cosmic Collective for 20% off. Everything is linked in the description. And as usual, go be your divine self this week. You got this. I love you. <laughs>